Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Season your Welcome to Little Friday in a dimly lit room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Volodymyr Zelensky and the courageous Ukrainian people. Also, the pace of the modern world. Oh, my God. Joe has gone with a conceptual general manager. The pace I of just, the modern world. You know, it's funny. I, I was just checking the news, as I do every day, to get ready for the show. And I felt like the whole Roe versus Wade thing was so yesterday. Who's still talking about this? I mean, ay, 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 human beings are not made to take this much input, you know? How you doing? Welcome to the day. Oh, my gosh, do we have some information for you today. So much information. A six-pound show in a five-pound bag. That's what Whoa. we have. Whoa. Bursting at the seams. Big finish now. You know what I've been uh, studying on since I got up this morning, going through Twitter feeds and stuff like that, is trying to figure out whether this was on purpose or not. The big, splashy New York Times headline that came out last night and is the front page of the newspaper today 
U.S. intelligence is helping Ukraine kill Russian generals. Was They quote <laughs> anonymous officials. Was that a leak that the New York Times probably shouldn't have freaking printed? Or is this on purpose from our government to say, hey, this is how in it we are to win it. All right? We can figure out where your generals are and freaking take them off the battlefield. Because there are a lot of smart people, and I'll get into some of the tweets uh, later, from uh, generals, journalists, whatever, like, why the hell would we say this out loud? All this talk for the last two months of trying to avoid World War III, and now the New York Times is going with, we're targeting your generals? Yeah, yeah, I find uh, I need to talk to somebody like Mike Lyons, uh, a military expert analyst. Uh, it's funny, I saw that, and that was my reaction, too. It's like, oh, 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 should we be saying this out loud? No, unless it's on purpose. Well, yeah, but then I thought, if if all of a sudden a, a missile falls on a Russian general's head, given what's known about the Ukrainian military's capabilities, which are uh, terrific, um, certainly, but not the same as the U.S., I wonder whether the Russians don't know that already. I mean, all of a sudden, your generals blow up. There's only a couple of countries on Earth that can deliver that sort of uh, real-time intelligence. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm out of my depth, Donnie, to, uh, to quote the big Lebowski. Or, as things have changed so much in the last week or so, did the Biden administration want this headline to make it really, really clear? This is how far in. This is what you're up against. You're, you're up against the best that, that exists on the planet. That's possible. It's also possible that as uh, a cynical observer of politics, I, I leapt to the conclusion that they're just looking for any narrative to fix the midterms, to save the midterms. Whether it's, look how much we're supporting the brave Ukrainians who everybody's in favor of. Not everybody, as we'll get to in Mailbag, but um, and, uh, abortion is, uh, or Roe versus Wade is overturned. Soon you're going to be in the back alley with a coat hanger, the rest of it. I just, I don't know. What's the possible upside of a story like that in the New York Times? And as uh, a number of people have pointed out who <clears throat> read the whole story, <clears throat> the story doesn't necessarily fit the headline anyway. So the headline is more explosive than the story is. You could have easily written a story with a different headline about how we're providing intelligence to the Ukrainians, which is accurate. Some of the intelligence used by the Ukrainians probably led to the killing of the generals because it's leading to everything. We're providing intelligence. But you didn't have to single that out as the headline, making it sound like that's the whole point. Like, hey, we know where one of the generals is. Get him. That's what that's what the headline, you know, when you first see it sounds like. And sure. why why would you want to go with the most provocative <laughs> you possibly you're, could? You're asking that sincerely. You're talking I about it as an American, sincere. not as a website. Because the odd answer obviously is I clicked on it immediately. Oh, I can't believe that the New York Times is only clickbait on something that crucial. I hope not. That's a big deal. A big deal. Policymaker people's heads were exploding when this story hit yesterday. Holy crap, we can't be saying this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I unless, do wonder what the origin was. Unless, again, it's on purpose. Uh, it, we, we have started saying more things in the last week or so that we were never even close to saying at the beginning of this thing. With the sec def saying we're going we're gonna to def- defeat the army and the, the various people from the State Department saying we're here to win, to make the... We weren't saying that before, so maybe it's on purpose. I don't know. More on that later in the thoughts of some smart people on what it could mean.
it would. Ex- so the number now is twelve. They think twelve generals, twelve Russian generals have died. Oh boy, that's a lot. As Mike Lyons has told us many times, and we got to get him back on. We haven't talked to him for like two weeks now. Um, uh, as Mike Lyons has said, you don't lose generals. That's not a thing. Just like you don't lose tanks, you don't lose tanks, you don't lose generals. That's not a thing if you if you don't follow warfare. And the fact that they've lost half their tanks and twelve generals is extraordinary. You know, I just got this text. Uh, it appears to be from hell. It says, sometimes you do lose generals. Signed, General Soleimani of Iran. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying Hades, General, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose we should start the show officially. Then we really get ramped up. I mean, pfft, this preliminary banter. I don't know what it is even is. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is, how did it already get to be Thursday. May the 5th. It's known as Cinco de Mayo. I am, I've had so much tequila already. It's really astounding. The year 2022, where Armstrong again, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin officially then. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at Mark. But American officials stressing to ABC News the U.S. isn't providing intelligence on Russian generals specifically. Yeah, well, the New York Times wanted the headline to sound like that for some reason. I don't know. You always point out that I always forget that uh, the the people who write the story don't write the headlines. Mm-hmm. The story writers might have thought, "What? Why you? What? You didn't have to." I thought it was interesting in that story, which again I clicked on immediately. Uh, they said that uh, there is a prohibition in taking on taking out the very top uh, military leaders of Russia, apparently by who or or in general that's American policy. Um, Does American policy matter when Ukraine's at war? We we say it's up. To, everything's up to them. Well, yeah. Although I have a feeling if we say, "Hey, don't uh, don't take out uh, four star General Ivan there. That's too much. That'll start World War Three." I have a feeling Ukraine says, "All right, they've killed twelve generals for crying out loud." Uh, you're lesser generals. You're excuse me, generals. <laughs> you're a dime a dozen. Generals, your there's nothing with that general you couldn't do with a, a brick and a stiff rope. That kind of general, <laughs> exactly. Please, <laughs> I don't know. Is the New York Times trying to get us into World War Three? That's generally not their thing. And doing the bidding of a Democratic president is usually their thing. So I, I wouldn't think they would do that without. Anyway, more on that later, I suppose. Mm. Um, you mentioned something. I mentioned a lot of crap. And you uh, the pace of the modern world. The pace, that's Wade. right. The pace of the modern world. Uh, Dave Chappelle has spoken out more about being attacked on stage and what it does or doesn't mean about the direction the pace of the modern world is taking us. Well, and that story could have been very, very oh, sure. different. As the uh, LAPD says, guy had a knife. Well, but, but, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why that's... Uh... That's the problem with somebody running on stage, period. You don't exactly, know until sure. it's over what they're up to. Right. You don't know if they just want to get a, a, a YouTube, they end up on a reality show, or they're there to kill you. That's the problem with just letting people run up on stage. Uh, Howard Stern, not that we generally quote Howard Stern, I've never listened to Howard Stern. I've heard clips of his show, but like I've never listened to him because I've been on the morning radio the entire time he has been my whole life, so I've just never really heard him, but... He uh, was talking yesterday about how this, how uh, uh, ridiculous Hollywood is, um, in that Will Smith got to go back to his seat and people came over to comfort him. 
throughout yes. the show. And then he got a standing ovation and an award. This guy got taken backstage and beaten the S out of yes. <laughs> extrajudicially. Right. I mean, that is that is quite a difference with really the same thing happening. Yeah, essentially, yeah, in terms of damage, yeah. Uh-huh. That's power. And that's what's wor- what they worship in Hollywood. It's not morality, God knows, in spite of their sanctimonious lectures from the Oscar microphone. They worship power and will put up with rape, assault, uh, murder, who knows. They worship power. Admire them. They're celebrities. The big COVID number of the day is that we're officially at a million deaths in the United States, they're saying, and the WHO is saying we're at 15 million deaths worldwide, but there is a uh, there is a caveat to that number that doesn't always get mentioned in the story that I think is definitely worth discussing on how they uh, arrived at the 15 million. Yeah, and believe it or not, there's more COVID news that's worth passing on to y'all at some point, so stay with us. Yeah. Don't be overweight, don't be old. You can't. Well, you can control being overweight to a certain extent. You can't control being old. You, can't say, you know what? I'm going to stop being 85. I'm going to get my act together, and I'm going to go back to being in my 70s. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's a sprawling epic. Cool. That's, Terrific. That's on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The National Security Council put out a statement today about that New York Times headline about how we're giving intelligence to kill generals, uh, saying it was very irresponsible and explaining why. So who knows what the hell's going on? More on that later. Also, what's the big numbers out of the WHO on COVID are not exactly what they sound like. Hmm, okay, there is some significant COVID news and a major, major confession that keeping the schools closed was an awful, awful thing to do. Oh, I want to hear that. Yes, indeedy. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. I love this one. Frank Herbert, who I didn't have time to Google. I'm sorry, search. I never use that word, the G word. They're evil. Uh, He said, seek freedom and become captive of your desires. Seek discipline. And find your liberty. Hmm. <laughs> it's the disciplined person who really knows freedom. Interesting. Well, and I'm not very free. I've uh, I've been captive of my desires more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even a little last night. But uh, more on that to come. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You only live yeah. once. You can say five to six times a week. Look, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Exactly. All right? All right. Here's your mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Excuse me. <coughs> Omicron? Probably the COVID. Uh, yeah, almost certainly. Coronavirus! Thank you, Cardi B. I think it's probably BA.2.12.1. The newest variant on the variant on the variant. Uh, let's see. Oh, on the topic of interstate travel, Joe from Sacramento says, How did you bring up interstate travel bans and not bring up the left's obsession with Kyle Rittenhouse, quote, crossing state lines? Oh, right. Oh, Joe, great point, dude. That's right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I love that. Uh, let's see. Oh, speaking of which, Greg with two G's at the end. How many G's is enough, Greg? 
He says the, uh, you know, the travel ban, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, the the uh, travel ban being related to abortion, straw man, interstate travel. Probably should have played you that clip uh, from, I think it was CNN, some activist person said, what's next? They're going to ban interstate travel, which of course is hilarious. He said, apparently it's based on one Missouri legislator who proposed to make it illegal to, quote, aid and abet anyone going out of state for an abortion. Oh, I see. Uh, this bill is extremely unlikely to pass. It's patently uh, unconstitutional and will never be implemented. But it's a good uh, harem scarum tactic. Greg signs off, boogity boogity. <laughs> <laughs> Which is half of media these days trying to scare you with the specter of some boogeyman. Let's see. Moving along, this is from Ted. Uh, listen to the bullying issue this morning you guys were discussing. Um, and Jack specifically was talking about this horrible, lovely-sounding, but horrible in practice, restorative justice stuff mm. going on at schools. Would you like to briefly uh, recap that uh, thought? Um, well, the long and short of it is uh, no kid gets in trouble for anything because there's a belief in this country that uh, underprivileged kids, kids of color, I don't remember what the argument is, get disproportionately suspended or in trouble at school. So somehow they've decided to just do away with anybody getting in trouble at school. So if you if your kid attacked another kid at school, what they're going to do is they're going to bring in the attacker and the attacky and have them sit in the office and shake hands and say they're friends now, and then they go back. Back right. out to the playground, and then it happens again. The attackee says, uh, I didn't really like getting my face punched because it hurt really bad, and now it's all swollen. And the attacker said, well, you frustrated me because of this and that, and there are no repercussions. And there's way more emphasis on not responding to being attacked than the original attack for right. some reason. Right, yeah. So Ted writes, uh, a healthy society requires one, morality, and two, discipline. Discipline based on morality, Ten Commandments, for instance. Discipline is a system of rewards and punishments. We've had moral underpinnings removed everywhere. No punishments anymore. What could the consequences be? Can we get back? That's, you know, the the oldest, perhaps, catchphrase on the Armstrong and Getty show is a stupid should hurt. And you can get a T-shirt emblazoned with that fine uh, slogan. What it means is, more broadly, if you remove repercussions for bad decisions and sometimes evil decisions like attacking somebody physically, you will get more of them. And any society that removes negative repercussions for bad decisions becomes a society full of bad decisions. Yeah, if you don't have restorative justice in your school district, there are senators that want to make it a federal thing all across the country. You don't want it at your school. Right. Right. Oh, and there's this other thing called social and emotional learning. That's another thing that sounds wonderful in principle, but I will give you the dark underside of it a little bit later on. i got a couple emails like this. Alan writes, Pelosi and Schiff went to Ukraine. Ukraine is a well-known money hub for money laundering for corruptocrats for two decades, which explains this wag-the-dog war. How about reporting on corrupt U.S. politicians' activities in Ukraine versus the daily nonstop anti Putin propaganda. You're starting to sound like fake news. Here's what I'll tell you. If you think this is a wag the dog war, you're a crazy person. That's what I'll tell you. Vladimir Putin has been talking about attacking Ukraine for his entire life, and he finally did it. Right. Uh, similar note, you're on the same side as George Soros. Congrats. Well, I think George Soros and I are probably on the same side of should you put your hand on a hot stove burner? That doesn't mean anything. Find a real argument, sir. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong.
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let's get to some news uh, over in Italy. Uh, there's a $700 million super yacht that experts think belongs to Vladimir Putin. And right now it's trying to set sail before it's seized. Yeah, yeah Putin's yacht uh, is kind of like a carnival cruise. Uh, the only difference is you get food poisoning minus the food. It's like, it's a, sorry, you get food poisoning. Yeah. But you can tell it's Putin's yacht because all the life jackets have weights in them. <laughs> wow. Wow, because he's murdering his wife. Oh, man. Ah, so coming up. Some of the Amber Heard testimony from the Johnny Depp trial. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We did not discuss this. We did, I don't know. No. So I saw the headline a number of times yesterday, and I thought, all right. And then I finally clicked on it. Some headline got on me, and I, I found it pretty compelling. And it's a classic. We'll play some of it. Is she acting or is she real? And uh, it could be pretty rough for uh, some of you if you've had rough lives, because it's the classic I'm married to a violent lunatic story. I mean, the mm. classic. 
Yeah. I thought one of those drunk idiots was enough. I mean, uh, here and Johnny was plenty, but yeah, I hear you. I have a tendency to believe the last person I heard, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I could easily believe that she is the one that's telling the truth, and he is just out of his mind. But anyway, we'll play a little of that coming up next segment. Yeah, yeah, a little COVID news for you. Scott Gottlieb, who is admittedly on the board of Visit Pfizer, uh, says more evidence that uh, the various variants, BA4, BA5, and now BA2.12.1, uh, which is highly prevalent in New York City right now, uh, they escape antibodies generated by infection with, uh, with the previous uh, big COVID, increasing likelihood of reinfection, and may also have more immune evasion to current vaccines than uh, the other variants that have swept the land. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Luckily, they seem to be fairly mild for most people, but they're still killing, you know, 300 and some people around America, uh, if you trust that statistic. Which has led us to the number of 1 million dead in America and 15 million dead worldwide, which the the WHO says includes deaths. So it's 15 million extra deaths. And then, then they say, which includes deaths that, would not have happened had it not been from COVID, like you didn't get to go do your cancer screening or whatever else. How do you measure that? How do you possibly measure that? And I'm not a COVID denier, and I'm not claiming that it isn't a big number or whatever, but how the hell are you measuring the number of extra deaths that happened from medical care not gotten or whatever? And what? I think you compare this year's stats or last year's stats to previous year's stats and, and note a, a uptick, a bulge, I guess, that can't be explained otherwise. But how would you know how many of them are from COVID and how many of them are, uh, you know, uh, the, the high blood pressure got you because you weren't going into the doctor? I don't know how you would separate those. So you just count them all as COVID because COVID caused people not not to go to the doctor? Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I understood you were saying the statistic was, and maybe I understood it. But, the, but that's a policy thing. That's what right. bothers oh, yes. me about it, is it's it's a policy thing. To, to not let people go to the doctor was a policy decision, not something that COVID made us do. Right. You read my mind. Those were the next words coming out of my mouth. Let's differentiate COVID versus COVID government policy. Yeah. When you talk about how much COVID cost the world or cost America, well, how much of it was gonna, you know, was gonna cost a lot no matter what, and how much of it was a policy decision? Right, right. Uh, so uh, that brings us uh, rather neatly to my next point, which is I can tell you which New York Times journalist will be next to lose their job, forced out in a vicious lefty coup. That is almost certainly going to be one David Leonhart, who writes uh, and organizes the New York Times The Morning newsletter which frequently has a big story and then links to a bunch of other stories i've mentioned leonhart before i find him thoroughly reasonable a bright fellow he and i disagree on a lot of stuff but he's he's a good guy i think um and this ought to be in terms of importance this ought to be top of the fold gigantic letters in the new york times but it won't be of course uh, his, uh, his, what is he entitled it? Oh, uh, new research is showing the high cost of long school closures in some communities. I would argue in all communities, but, and he, he mentions that when COVID began to sweep across the country, March, 2020 schools in every state closed their doors. Remote instruction effectively became a national policy for the rest of that spring. A few months later, however, school districts began to make different decisions about whether to reopen. He mentions much of the South and Great Plains, t- some pop pockets of the northeast uh, schools resumed resumed in-person classes in the fall 
Across much of the Northeast, Midwest, and West Coast, school buildings stayed closed and classes remained online for months. These differences created a huge experiment, testing how well remote learning worked during the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know how this is even a question. Have you asked any parents? I was talking to a woman at the park yesterday I met for the first time and uh, talking about kids. And I said, well, my older kids at a private school. Zoom wasn't working for us. I always say it in very kind of a, you know, maybe it was a sort of way just because I don't know what the politics of are or the person I'm talking to. So I prevent it in a very non-aggressive way. Zoom wasn't working for us. So I put our oldest son in a private school. She said, yeah, Zoom wasn't working for us. I suppose it was better than nothing, but barely. I have not had one single parent ever say to me, no, Zoom worked fine for us. Not one! Not one ever! Yeah, I know. So uh, he says in today's newsletter, I'll cover that research as well as two related questions. How might the country have helped children, or how might we help children make up the losses, which is certainly a noble question, but... Um, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. Academic researchers have been studying this giant experiment we ran. They've come to a consistent conclusion. Remote learning was a failure. He could have thrown in a little <laughs> abject, disastrous, uh, horrific failure, but he just went with failure. Failure's a pretty good word. I mean, if you're going to go with it literally, failure is a pretty damned strong word. And yeah. the fact that people weren't willing to acknowledge this is just amazing to me. It was well, obvious to every kid. Mm-hmm. And then here's the part that really gratified me. He asked, we got to figure out how to help children make up the losses. And the second question, should schools have reopened earlier? Or were the closures a crucial part of the country's COVID response? Uh, And he gets into all sorts of studies and meta-studies and the gigantic learning loss. Uh, Students who stayed home fared much, much worse in every aspect of education, not to mention emotionally. And, of course, they go, go with the obligatory, the suffering was worst among the downtrodden, disadvantaged people of color, blah, blah, blah. I look at kids as kids. I think if any kid has a disastrous outcome, it's tragic. Um, but if you want to throw that in there so your colleagues on the left will pay attention, okay, I get it. Um, then he goes into all right, some detail on that. Uh, and then he gets into the real issue, um, which is the fact that were many of these problems avoidable? Question. The evidence suggests they were. Extended school closures appear to have done much more harm than good, and many school administrators could have recognized as much by the fall of 2020. In places where schools reopened that summer and then the fall, the spread of COVID was not noticeably worse than in places where schools remained closed. Schools also reopened in Europe without seeming to spark outbreaks. <laughs> In October 2020, one of the most respective researchers in the field wrote a piece in Atlantic headlined, Schools Aren't Super Spreaders, which we featured on this show. Uh, she told me this week that the evidence was pretty clear even earlier. Summer 2020. Su- science. We're following the science. Science knew schools were not super spreaders. By the fall of 2020, many people were no longer staying isolated in their homes, which meant that reopened schools did not create new risks at all, never mind major new risks. And then the idea that people knew by the fall of 2020 that Zoom wasn't working. We were talking about it in the spring of 2020 because I was going on the air every day and asking people, how's it working for you? And nobody said it was working. 
Right, right. And then the New York Times writes, and this is notable, friends, and, and sometimes because I'm a small man, I'm a small, bitter man, sometimes when people come around to my way of thinking, instead of saying, hey, welcome, I'm glad you've, you know, you've thought this through, I kick them. I kick them for being this late to the freaking party. <laughs> push them down. Have somebody I mean, crawl behind them, then I push them over them. It's, it, there's a party on Friday night, Okay. It's Saturday. You've shown up. All the guests are gone. The house is picked up and everything. And guess what? It's Saturday next week. You're not even there. The next day you're there the next week. (laughs) Anyway. You having a good time, Joe? (laughs) I, I think it's notable. It's that the New York Times wrote the following. The Washington Post recently profiled a district in Colorado where schools reopened quickly, noting that no children were hospitalized and many thrived. Uh, the president of the school board said we wanted it to be as normal as possible for the kids. Hundreds of other districts, especially in liberal communities, instead kept schools closed for a year or more. Yep. Officials said they were doing so to protect children, and especially the most vulnerable children. The effect, however, was often the opposite. And then he mentions, over the past two years, U.S. has suffered two very different COVID problems. Many Americans have underreacted to the pandemic, etc. Many others have overreacted, which is a link to a new article, overlooking the large and unequal costs of allowing COVID to dominate daily life for months on end. Hallelujah. Nice job by the New York Times about a year late. If not much more. At least. Oh, my God. That is absolutely incredible. You know, know. and that information was out there because if you listen to this show, you know, we were talking about it. It was available. You could read the Atlantic or you you could go to various places. You could find this information. Mm -hmm. It's because it became a political thing. Became a political thing. Trump, Trump wasn't taking COVID as seriously as the left was. And so it just became a political thing. And there are still cities in America. There are still towns where people are wearing masks alone outdoors to show their loyalty to anti COVID obsession. Human beings are so friggin' strange. Yeah, that is uh, one of the worst things we've ever done to children in this country. But the teachers' union got lots of good stuff. Yeah, I was going to add that in. Glad you brought it back up again. So during this period when we knew that schools aren't dangerous, in fact, they're safer for a lot of kids, but they're not more dangerous. There's plenty of data to back that up. And it's horrifying what we're doing to the kids learning-wise. The teachers used that as leverage, the teachers' unions, uses that as leverage to get more money. We'll open, but not until you give us this money, when their leverage was completely bogus. And the mainstream media let them get away with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because teachers are heroes. End of story. It was totally unrelated to COVID, most of the demands. It was like my neighbor's pit bull keeps attacking my family. And I say, you got to restrain your pit bull. And he says, well, then you've got to give me your leaf blower. Right. <laughs> he had power over me and demanded things. That's your beloved teachers unions. Thanks. We got it. We ought to do that story every freaking hour today for the rest of our careers. God dang it. That's maddening. I know it. So I don't know if you follow celebrity trials. Most people don't. Uh, Johnny Depp on the stand for a couple of weeks talking about his crazy, crazy ex-wife. <sighs> Fecal matter. Amber Heard mm-hmm. got her chance on the stand yesterday. We'll give you a chance, not a lot. We'll give you a little chance to listen to to think you can decide if you think she's acting or if it's real. Give you a little of that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com The Armstrong and Getty Show I struggle to find the words to describe how uh, painful this is Um, This is horrible for me to sit here uh, for weeks and um, relive everything. Yeah, I'll bet. So that's Amber Heard, who was married to Johnny Depp, giant movie star. She uh, claimed years ago that he uh, physically abused her. He says that damaged his career, cost him money. He's suing her for gazillions of dollars. That's the that's the trial. I don't know who is beaten on who, but I know who is the more articulate one already. At least he can listen to her. So uh, I'll save my commentary for after we play another clip of her, but uh, executive producer Mike Hansen did say it struck him way different hearing it than it did seeing it. So I don't know, since you're only going to hear it, I don't know mm. if that makes any difference or not. I watched it. Um, so here's a little of her talking about uh, the first time he hit her. I wish so much he had said he was joking. Because it didn't hurt didn't physically hurt me. I was just sitting there on this, on, on this carpet, looking at the dirty carpet, wondering how I wound up on this carpet and why I was 
never, why I never noticed that the carpet was so filthy before. I just sat there thinking, how much time do I have to I figure out what I need to do? Because God, did he just hit me? No, I didn't want to leave him. I didn't want this to be the reality. I didn't want to have the man I was in love with. I know you don't come back from that. You know, I'm not dumb. I, I know you can't hit a woman. I, you can't hit a man. You can't hit anyone. And I wish I could sit here and say I stood up and I walked out of that house and I drew a line and I stood up for myself. But she didn't. Um, this segment brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Back to you, Jack. I thought it was interesting her uh, saying she mentioned it once again later. Just And it, it's true, or it should be true. But it would be really tough because usually relationships end a little more gradually than that, or at least it's only to get. To, 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 we left out the long discussion of they're sitting on the couch. She makes a joke about something, and he just wallops her out of nowhere. And wow. she was just like, "What the? What the? Where did that come from?" And but her realization that the relationship is over. I'm in love with this person. I want to be in a, but it's over. I mean, there's no there's no fixing this. There's no coming back from this. At that mm-hmm. point, it's over, which would be very hard to process while you're probably still afraid that, you know, is this the end of it for tonight or Sure. Well, you can you can decide something logically, but it takes a long damn time for your brain chemistry to come around. Um, and this this is a little bit of the other end, and that's what I wanted to comment on when she talks about how he reacted after it happened. Johnny Depp. Before I know it, he starts crying, and you know, like I, I have never seen an adult man cry, and he's crying. Uh, tears, I mean, just falling out of his eyes. He gets down on his knees and he grabs my hands and he's touching my hands and he's saying to me, I will never do that again. I'm so sorry, baby. I, I put the f***er away. I thought I killed it and it's it's done. I, 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 I thought I put the monster away and I've done it before. It's done. I'll just tell you, I know a lot of alcoholics from various organizations I'm involved with. That sounds exactly like the stories that I've heard from people who've been on the other end of alcoholic relationships. Um, He hits her, then he's all upset and like, I thought I'd, you know, that part of me was gone, but I guess it's back. I'll never, you know, just that whole thing is very believable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I also would say. It was not a particularly good look, because this is a jury trial, right? Is there a jury there or just a judge? Yeah, I, I think it's a jury trial. Anyway, I mean, that's how into celebrity trials I am. I, I don't even know that. But um, they had a split screen on the TV, and there are a couple of times she mentioned some things during this testimony. And he's sitting there, so you can picture him in his I'm a super rich, cool guy, extra hip suit with his ponytail and his blue sunglasses on. Nice. And he's leaned over, and he's just kind of keeping his head down so he doesn't have a reaction or anything. But a couple times he kind of chuckles and, like, talks to his lawyer and elbows him and chuckles. And I thought, this is not a good look, dude. This is not a good look. If I'm in the jury, I think, F you, buddy. I'm on her side. Just wow, your wow. whole, <laughs> can you believe she said that? With your sunglasses on, screw you, buddy. You know, as a juror, you know, depending on what you think of their uh, respective uh, movie outings, I'm thinking these are both professional actors true. of a pretty high grade. Absolutely How true. How the hell am I supposed to, to, to decide their credibility? Because that's entirely up to the jury, deciding whether somebody's telling the truth or not. 
Um, where do you go? What do you do? Decide who's more convincing. They're actors. She didn't. You know. You know how I am about the the fake crying that bothers me so much. She didn't do that, in my opinion. She didn't do that. Some piece. It's a very popular thing now. You see it on TikTok videos and stuff like that. To like. Uh, I I feel like this would have more impact if I were crying. Mm-hmm. So they talk like this, and they talk like this, and you can tell it's just completely better. And then at some point they switch back to the normal voice. But the, the thing that and she didn't do that, which you know, from, whether that means anything or not, I don't know. Again, she knows her character has to sustain that emotion. Are you really convey? You're a deeply cynical man. No, no, I'm not suggesting that's true. I'm just suggesting it certainly could be true, and it's impossible to know. It uh, true, true. Which would be a tough thing as a jury. Uh, I found her very, very believable. I'll just well, say that. Yeah. As you point out, her description of what happened and the way it happened is awfully uh, real sounding. And I thought her saying it didn't hurt was an interesting touch. Um, you know, it was the shock of it or the fact that he did it. I don't know. Uh, your opinion. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.